Hey there, parents and kids. It is Mr. J, and I am back again with Miss Andy. She is going to lead us in our time on the Word in just a moment. We want to welcome you to another episode of Wise for Salvation. Andy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Awesome. We're glad you're here. Uh, Wise for Salvation is a podcast that's aimed at initiating conversations between kids and parents around God's Word. 2 Timothy 3.15 says the scriptures are able to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And what a wonderful salvation that is. Parents, hopefully this podcast is helping you to have more conversations with your kids about God's word in the car, around the dinner table, wherever you guys are together. Get into God's word and let his spirit do the work of opening your eyes to just how good he is. We uh, end every episode with a question. We'll do that in just a moment. And we don't always expect that parents uh, and kids, you guys are going to have all the answers. We just want you guys discussing and uh, and maybe asking more questions, maybe working together to find answers. But we want you to be talking uh, about God's Word together. So, Miss Andy, what is the title of our episode today? All right. Today's episode is called God Keeps His Promises. The Bible is full. I mean, it is completely full of stories of God keeping his promises that he made to his people. Story after story shows his faithfulness and how he has never once let us down or failed to do what he said he would do. I don't know about you, but I surely need to be reminded of that all too often. In this time of year, we're all thinking about and reflecting on how All throughout the Old Testament, God promised his people that he would one day send a savior, someone who would come be their righteousness and save them from from their sins. Of course, the folks in the Old Testament didn't know exactly who God was going to send. They didn't know what his name was going to be, and they certainly weren't expecting anyone quite like Jesus. But still, God promised. God knew his plan, and God kept his promise. And that's what we celebrate at Christmas time. God kept his promise and sent us the gift of Jesus, who is our Savior. So when Jesus grew up, he was going about his ministry. He made promises too. Just like God promised a Savior in the Old Testament, Jesus promised a helper in the New Testament. He mentions this promise so many times, I actually wasn't able to pick just one verse to share with you today. So I'm going to read you four different passages. Okay, in John 14, verses 15 through 17, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him, but you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. Now, friends, that counselor that Jesus talks about there is the Holy Spirit. Later in that very same chapter, Jesus says in verse 26, But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. That counselor that he mentions, the helper that Jesus promises his followers, is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to those who believe to help guide us and comfort us and teach us. And Jesus made these promises before he died on the cross. But then after he died and rose again, 
right before he was taken back up to heaven to be with the Father, he gave the promise again. In Acts 1, verse 8, Jesus tells his disciples, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And Jesus' disciple Matthew records the promise in a similar way in his book in chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. In those verses, Jesus says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Well, this past week in your classes, you heard the story of Pentecost. Pentecost is the is the day when these promises w- were fulfilled and the Holy Spirit came to the first believers to teach them, and encourage them, to empower them, and to unify them. Pentecost is a very exciting and honestly, it's a very strange story. The Bible tells us the believers were gathered together and all of a sudden, They heard a loud rushing wind sound and tongues that looked like they were on fire appeared above everyone's heads and the believers started speaking in languages that they definitely did not know before. These are not regular things that happen when we gather for worship these days. Just think what you would do if you saw something like that happen. But this was a very special day. This is when the church began, when the Holy Spirit finally came to be with the believers And Jesus' promises about the Holy Spirit were fulfilled. Jesus promised he would not leave us alone and he would be with us. And the Holy Spirit makes that possible. And the Holy Spirit has been doing that same exact work of teaching, encouraging, empowering, and unifying all over the world, in all of the languages, in all of the nations, ever since that amazing day. God, we can't thank you enough for being a promise keeper, and we especially can't thank you enough for the gift of your Holy Spirit in our lives. I pray he would continue to work mightily in our hearts to make us more and more like Jesus every day, and I pray he would continue to work in and through open door and within our homes and our families. Thank you for loving us and for never leaving us alone, and we pray that you would continue to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Miss Andy. And we are grateful for the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit to believers. And here is the question that we want to leave you with. Why do you think it was so important for the Holy Spirit to be sent to the church as a helper? Why do you think it was so important for the Holy Spirit to be sent to the church as a helper. Enjoy discussing that question again.